What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect Podcast. I am Chris Ross. And I'm Wes Bays. And man, do we have an exciting episode for you guys today. We have our man Jazz Takar on. Chris, why do we want to have Jazz on the show? Why the fuck not? He's a real estate investor and a broker, and he sold over $1.6 billion. There's a reason. Maybe another reason. And he's one of the kings when it comes to content that I can't not turn him off the notifications on Instagram and all the other channels. This dude is just doing it right, man. He's a podcast host, rec experience. If you haven't downloaded anything, probably if you know who Gary V is, he was on that show. So this guy is legit, man. He's just a really inspirational dude, hundred percent authentic. Doesn't do what everybody else does in real estate. You know, the pinstripe suits, all the fake ass, the Oregon people when they do the, the promotional things, talking about apartments or buildings. This guy's legit. For listeners real quick, Wes, what are some things that maybe they should look out for? Yeah. I mean, forget the whole real estate thing for a second. Really listen in for how consistent he is, the right. content that he's putting out and the power of the content that he's putting out, how authentic he is and everything that he does. He's just himself. Like you can just feel his energy. Mm -hmm. And so look out for some of those things. Look at the way that he makes you feel and let that kind of teach you why it matters for you to be completely authentic in everything that you do. Without any more delay, let's just bring this guy on. This is how some in. fun. Guys, let's do it. Before I bring on today's guest, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss the fire content we're bringing you every week. If you listen in from your favorite podcast platform, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review letting us know how you're enjoying the show. And as always, follow us on Instagram at The Win Win Effect to stay updated on upcoming shows and get exclusive behind the scenes footage. And lastly, fill out the feedback form and letting us know how you enjoyed our guest today and which guests you would like to see in the future. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. All right, everyone, let us welcome Jazz Takar to the show. Jazz, my man, welcome to have you. I'm, we're happy to have you here. Thanks so much, Wes. I really appreciate it. Chris, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me, my man. Always blessed. Um, it's actually a pleasure. It's all ours. I was looking into a lot of your content, and I know that that's something you're very passionate about. It, you're putting out so much content and helping people understand who you are before you even meet them. And so that way, potentially, you don't waste your time. And as you probably know of listening into the show, this show is all about understanding, you know, more knowledge about both sides of the buyer-seller relationships and doing things the ethical way in sales, real estate, doesn't matter. I don't care what industry you're in. It applies to anything, even if your kid is trying to negotiate with your parents and not beat you <laughs> using your emotional intelligence. It's so true, right? Like people say, I'm not good at sales. Nah, you just, you were, you were born to sell. You started selling when you were young Absolutely. at a very, very young age. I got a four year and six year, four year old and a six year old. And I've been doing, I've been in sales and service for 25 years, but I think they kick my ass when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like they're just, <laughs> they know when to ask, they know how to ask. They're very consistent. They're very persistent. Um, and they don't give up until they get it. They might like, they, they follow up like even the next oh, yeah. few days. You know what I mean? What I think happens to people though is, is we let outside noise start to affect us. I.e., for example, well, salespeople are not good people or, or you don't want to be a pushy right. salesperson. And then, and then you start to lose that skill over time as you grow. But we all have it built into us. All, all of us. us. I, I 100% agree. It's not just the, 
you know, the upbringing or the people that are around you. It's also just what you get exposed to later on in life. I've always had the, I guess you would say the ability to be able to just have a normal conversation with anyone. I think it was my upbringing of being in an Italian family. My quick little one-liners, you know, like, what's up big time? And walk right in the room and just say whatever you had to say and just kind of get into rapport. And, yeah. you know, the main thing with that, just making sure they know the other person you're communicating with, you're not a threat. You're here to just have a good time or to have a conversation. If the conversation goes to business and we can make shit happen, then we might as well, might as well do it, right? Yeah, man. Look, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, salespeople, in my opinion, get it wrong from the perspective of, of that you need to be pushy. And you nah, need to, I, like, I actually think I suck at sales in all honesty. I'm just really good at making it easy for people to buy. And that's not really, like I'm not trying to put a play on words or anything. Mm -hmm. I think really my, my skill set lies in the fact that, look, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna push you. I hate being pushed to buy a pair of $100 shoes. I'm in the real estate industry. And, and so, I mean, our, 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 service and our product is obviously a very big ticket. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so for me to have the audacity, the audacity <laughs> to push somebody to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, that's just not who I am. I inform, I educate. And then I say, Chris, Wes, you make the decision. Mm -hmm. You get to decide now because now you have all the information. Right. Wes, do you see how he's able to do what he does with the confidence side? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's what influences a lot of kind of the the customer's behaviors and the decision making because they can feel you right mm -hmm. and that's and that's really interesting i'm excited for us to kind of get into that yeah um, you know and, and really dive in now where i think kind of we should start for the listeners so that they get a little bit more idea of who jazz is um you know what made you get started in real estate uh it was actually somewhat accidental man um i don't think i know a realtor a real estate agent definitely uh uh like here in north america that grew up deciding that they wanted to be a real estate agent. Like that just doesn't happen. Like mommy, daddy, I want to be a real estate agent, right? That doesn't happen. So I've always been in sales and service. Yeah. I started at the age of 12 with a paper route. I was that kid. Then I started kind of uh, 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 cutting deals with my friends, getting them routes, making a little cut out of it. Then mm -hmm. went into shoe sales, went into the banking industry, spent a, spent a good three, three and a half years in car sales. And then I wanted to actually invest in real estate. And I thought, I don't have a formal education. It's all personal, books, audio, CD, seminars, all that. So I thought I was actually, the course that I signed up for was to learn how to invest. Once they mailed me the book, I'm like, registered salesperson. I was like, oh, damn, this is for to become a sales, like a realtor, a real estate right. agent. I already paid it. I was like, I might as well get it done. I might as well do it. I'll probably learn something. But then I, once I got it, once I got licensed, it really just teaches you not to get sued as a salesperson. Right. Yeah. It's just protection. protection. Just protection, right? Legislation, like all the rules and regulations around things. And so um, I said, look, I got the license. I got this skill. I got this passion. You know, I, I was doing really well in car sales, but I was starting to hit kind of a ceiling. I was starting to hit a ceiling. And I said, look, the, it, How it, so? it, ceiling in terms of ceiling in terms of just, I, I got bored. I got the, 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 the challenge wasn't lost there. the fire. I lost that fire, you know, and, and every single time from paper route to shoe sales to the bank and in car sales, as I was driving in or on the bus or walking to work, there was always a point in time where I knew I knew I was going to leave that place. I always stayed right. two to three years minimum, but That's I got this feeling for me. Tops you know for me. Yeah. Two I years, bro. If I'm there in two years, I got to go. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. It's, I'm naturally going to go because I'm going to get pulled by the universe somewhere else. 
And that's exactly what happened, Chris. I mean, we might be kindred souls in that sense. You know what I mean? Because what happened is, is that I get this feeling in my stomach is like, I'm bored, like, ah, challenge, something so different. Um, and, and then real estate was it for me, man. I've been doing this for 15 years now and uh, never looked back. Now, now I'm at a place where I grew the team. I have a business partner. Like we do a lot of stuff now. And I've seen that. And congratulations on all your success. You're number one team in you know Canada. So I think that's, something that you know where we'll put a pin in and keep coming back to because it's not about just your success and i see this a lot in sales i mean you know how it is someone that's a top producer and they just put them in a manager position or and they have to lead well they don't know how to do that they don't even know the enough knowledge to be able to train it because it's not about what you do so well it's how you do it and can you train it now you're more valuable to the marketplace the company within yourself well, yeah, I mean, I, and I, I, my team and I do a little over 700 transactions a year. So that means we help 700 buyers, sellers, and investors every year. To the listeners and the viewers, I'm not trying to impress you by any means. I'm just no, trying to impress upon you where the data is coming from. Right. And, and I, there's no possible way I can do that. In fact, I flipped the script and said, okay, you know what? I'm going to set this up in a way that I never have to leave my office. So I, I turned this office. You guys see the studio. There's mics around here. Bear with me here. There's the media. boards everywhere. I got boards <laughs> everywhere over here. <laughs> and so I set, I set it up in a way that, okay, this desk that I'm sitting at right now is the place where I'm going to do all my media content. I'm also going to have all my meetings here. And, mm -hmm. and, and so I do the initial consultation with a buyer, seller, or investor from this desk 12, 13 hours. It allows me to get a lot more done. Mm -hmm. And then I have the team execute on everything else. I'm, I'm, right. you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a small part of this all. It really is the team, the 33 realtors and the 10 support staff. Yeah, we will relate more. We will relate more than you probably would think and imagine Wes. I mean, he probably would agree is that, you know, moving and being coming like, I remember that old show, the old movie with a guy with a bunch of plates. Yeah. Holding them up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I know what you're that, about. I usually do is I try to take it and I'll throw that plate over there. You delegate and try to drive activity that way to then also have them, if they have any kind of issues or challenges, they, I, I train them to bring me a potential solution. Don't just bring me the problem. That's how you indirectly train them and taking ownership within themselves. I got, I got enough problems, man. I got problems at home sometimes. I got problems on the way to work. I got problems here at the office. I'm putting out fires all day long. We're in the client service business. We help people buy, sell, and invest. There's always something going on. You know what I mean? So my team, that's why they're amazing, especially my directors, like the top people. I got a director of sales and marketing, director of customer service, and then a director of the media department. The, the guys and the one girl and the two guys – they don't very few, very few times do they come to me with problems because they just, they know we need, we need to get more done. They know I like, I hate to say it in this ways, but like the, 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 the leash that I have with them is very, very long. Um, mm -hmm. Because I also, I also tell them like, look guys, we're not doing brain surgery here. Like right. where you're allowed to make mistakes. I want you to make mistakes. Let's be smart. Let's adult and mm -hmm. not make the same mistake over and over again. But I got you. Like, don't worry. I'm not that person like, what the F? Like, you did this wrong. I don't speak like that. That's not who I am. It, that's just, just not in my nature. It's like, hey, go get it done. Screw it up. Let's figure out where the holes are. And then next time we won't do that again. And then we just move the needle now. And whatever we right. were trying to accomplish, we move the needle a little bit. Right. What's your sales process look like? 
Um, well, so what, what happens is, is that I'm kind of top of the line funnel from the branding perspective digitally. I have uh, 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 my team and I work with about uh, three large investment groups here in, in, in our country in Canada. And so we will hit the stage about uh, approximately about 10 to 12 times a year. I mean, we'll see how this right. all changes. Good right way now. to get business, cheap right. way to get business. Exactly. So we get on stage, we do things digitally, people, clients come in. Um, I also, because I've been in real estate for 15 years, I've built up a, a significant book of business now. And, and so between our live events, our media, and our, our circle of influence, our database, whatever you want right. to call it, our insiders list, we'll all meet with them at the start. And, and then I just put them in touch with somebody from my team. Right. What does that process look like when you meet with them and start? How long does that consultation need to take? I take about probably, you know, look, I try to get it down to about 25 to 30 minutes. Uh, but I like the sound of my own voice sometimes, guys. And so... Um, <laughs> uh, what I, salesperson I, does it, really? You know what I'm saying? But I, I, my, my, I dig in. I dig, I dig deep. Right. So I'm going to say it's probably closer to 45 minutes to an hour because I'm generally, generally speaking with investors. And so mm -hmm. what happens with investors is, is that you start to get peripheral business out of it. Investment in real estate. Absolutely. Specifically, because they'll come in and say, hey, let's buy an income property. And then it's like, oh, by the way, my nephew, uh, Wes, wants to look at a condo. I got my cousin here, Chris, who wants to look at a home. Do you help with that as well? And I'm like, yeah, obviously. Let me put you in touch with the right people. Mm -hmm. We're yeah, very, very high touch. Very, very high touch. Um, like in terms of white glove service, start right. to finish. They, somebody invests with us, we help with the, the renting out, the management, all the headache stuff I try to get rid of from the client's perspective, put the headache on us, but then it's repeat referral. That's why we right. do all this. I, yeah. I love that you just said that and about the referral side. Wes, how much is that we, we actually train and train and train and train because this is a complete reflection on how well you've done your job. Yeah. That sometimes it's even harder to gain a referral than it is to make a potential sale. I don't yeah. give a shit what capacity it could be. I'll sell a t-shirt the same way I'll do a $5 million deal just right. because it's on figuring out what they need. I mean, how much should we talk about the referral side of it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what's easier, you know, talking with someone who you've never met before or talking to someone who was referred to you by their cousin, Right. I mean, who's going to be more likely to want to actually work with you and you build that fast trust and, and rapport with that person because you've already helped someone that they they care for. I love what you said, the trust, right, Wes, because you tr I call it the, tr the triangle of trust. You transfer it. Right. And so it goes from it goes. I dealt with Chris. Chris and I got we're chummy chum now. We're buddies. We're pals. West, uh, uh, West asks about uh, real estate advice. Chris is like, I got a guy. You got to speak with Jazz. Absolutely. West comes in and you and I speak. But the first thing that I do is I remind Wes, hey, man, this is how I know Chris. So we're transferring that trust back to the nucleus, which just happens to be me in this, in this system. And, 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 and I've just found that Wes is going to be that much more comfortable to, be, to listen. You know, at the end of the day, I, I think from a salesperson's perspective, if you have a client that's calling either coachable um, or, or just takes your advice, if you're not an ass, like if you're just a, a, like a, a nice human being, you're not going to take advantage of that. And so mm. you're going to lead them in the right direction. Right. You got to be, you got to be firm, fair, and consistent with every person you work with. I don't care if you're just networking or you're working with a team member. I, I, I try to make sure that I'm hundred percent authentic at all times. It's not really trying to just oozes out of me because I'm the same person you see right now 
If yeah. I was walking down the street in London getting locked up because there's coronavirus going on, <laughs> for getting, getting a cup of coffee. I'm the same cat because people feel that though. And it's all about the connections. How much would you say with the Rolodex, it's not really a Rolodex nowadays, but the people that you have in your, in your network, how much does that probably come into play with a buying decision with one of your investors? I think it's at 99.9% of it, man. It's Absolutely. like, my, first of all, my, my, my Rolodex, and I still kind of call it that as right. well. I, I'm uh, getting old I'm, now. Yeah. I'm old school like that as well, man. Um, I know you can't tell by the handsome face and all, but I am, I am, uh, I've been <laughs> at this. Guy, look time, at this right? guy, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Look, I, it, it, it's everything. In my opinion, right. it's everything. You, you mentioned authenticity. I've yes. always kind of been authentic, but then, I, that, you know, about three years ago, I kind of unleashed it. And what I mean by that is because I started to get in front of the camera, unless, it, unless you were going to be scripted about things, then you can't hide who you really are. Mm -hmm. And so, A, I, I was, I'm not good with scripts. Like if you tell me to write, like to read something. Same. While I'm in front, Same. I'm, like my team yesterday, we're doing like a new video and they're like, Jazz, you need to read this. I'm like, guys, this is going to take me time. They're like, please just read it. It took me like 12, like, I don't know, 11, 12 takes. Yeah, I was born. I was actually had that, you know, I was dyslexic, but back in the 80s when you know, I was born in 81, I'm not how old you are, right? Or how young you are. Same, same age. Yeah, so they didn't know what the hell it was, but I was good at tests. And I would, I would be able to recite back to you and like study really hard, right? Five minutes before the test, I had a photographic memory. Then I'd go nail the test and forget the hell I was doing the test on. But, but me reading something like a teleprompter or doing something like that, I could get it. Forget <laughs> I, I, it. I, I forget about it. And so any other video that I do, there is no second take. That, that doesn't like that. Does, it just <laughs> it doesn't work around here. We do it once out. It goes. But and own it. Own it. When you mess right. up, let it be part of your personality. Take it 100%. in. Embrace that shit. A hundred percent. So sometimes I've had a little bit of a, I don't know if it's called a stutter, but there's something, you know, some, I just have that. I use my hands a lot. Um, uh, 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 I, my mind's moving quickly and I'm trying to articulate things. You know what I mean? And so I just put that out there to the world. If you meet me face to face, sometimes my hands get sweaty, not because I'm nervous. I just have something in my palms that obviously make my hands sweaty. Once mm -hmm. I let all that out, you had nothing on me anymore. You know what right. I mean? And you so got to let it out. That's what energy's for, man. You got to yeah. let it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so, and so being authentic, it real where it really took like, Really, when it went to the next level is when I started to realize that I'm not wasting any time with people, meaning that if someone sees a video, an image, reads my blog, all the content I put out there, they're never going to come into this office if they don't like me. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'll never know you. You won't know me. When it, comes to, when it comes to people who actually do come into the office, you already got a sense of me. So now I know that you're okay with me. We get into the next stage a lot quicker. And as a salesperson, us three know that the, the, what you want to get to as quick as possible is a place of building rapport, a place of calming ground. That might be that we like each other from just, 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 just because we're both authentic. That might, that might be like, you know, we like the same football team, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you want to get to a place of rapport as you quick, as quickly as possible. Yeah, and, and that's, and that's really interesting. You know, that you say then with that authenticity piece, my question would is what, have you always been comfortable being authentic or was that something you had to learn in order to be able to, and because you knew it would propel you to yeah. that next level? 
Yeah, so to, to answer the first part of your question, I think it was always in me, but you know, back in teenage years, like no matter what, like I, I did worry about the pimple on my face walking in, walking in, you know what I mean? Like to a party and stuff like that. And so I had the confidence, but I hid, I hid some of my my shortcomings, right? Like I tell people now all the time, like, man, I don't have a formal education. Like I squeak by, like squeak by school. And I'm in the room with people who have MBAs and people who, who are a lot more educated. People who are coming to me and investing, a, you know, a couple of million dollars into a real estate deal. But it's like, this is what it, you're going to get. Where you should feel inferior, but you feel superior. Yeah. Just because of your presence. Because I know I bring a lot to the table and That's, I only speak absolutely. the I only speak about the things that I know. I speak about producing content. I speak about sales. 25 years. Like I've been an idiot if I didn't, if I didn't pick up on patterns. You know what I mean? Right. After 25 years of right. this. And so, so the same way. And so, and so to, to, to fully answer your question and come full circle, Wes, it was, it was really realizing that I needed to put it out there more. That's how I got over it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so like if, say you're going to give some advice to all well, the listeners. Yeah. And people who are, because I know that's a huge piece for people, especially when they go to start creating content or even just be themselves on the phone. Yeah. What, what would be, I guess, a good way for them to start getting more authentic or feeling more confident in being authentic and being themselves? Well, uh, uh, if, if you're in sales, well, let me answer your first question. Uh, first part of the question, sorry, in terms of content. Look, when it comes to producing content, everyone think that, thinks that video is the holy grail. There's massive massive benefits to be producing content through video. However, it's not the only way that consumers, human beings consume content. In fact, podcasting two years ago, and sorry, uh, excuse me, because this is a North American stat, but you guys will obviously know, your, know yours as well. Two years ago, 11% of people knew what a podcast was. Mm -hmm. two years, now sitting here in, at the time of this recording, mid 2020, 71% people listen to a podcast more than three days to four days a week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so it's free content. It's free content. But, but, but what that tells me on the flip side is that people love consuming audio. Mm -hmm. So if you're not comfortable in front of the camera and it doesn't come as easy as it might, for, like you can tell anybody. Yeah, who's they, 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 they see right. They'll see right through you. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. right. Yeah. People ask me, I was asked this question and I didn't mean to cut you off. But I have to get no, this no, out. No. If I don't, I'll probably explode like confetti. <laughs> I like someone it. asked me, it was like, Chris, where did you develop all this confidence and all the experience? And you know, like what, what, what kind of advice would you give me? And I'm like, turn off your camera, go read about a hundred books, find your own voice, stop sounding like everybody else and being hundred percent authentic. Then turn the camera back on and share it with the world. That's wow. simple. That's it. And here's the other thing though, right? Chris, just to quickly add to that, that if you don't want to turn on the camera, don't turn on the camera, put on the mics. And here's like, you guys got some sexy ass mics and you guys got it down. Like you can tell you guys take this stuff serious. And I love it because it excites me. The second I saw it, I was like, all right, I better bring my A game. Cause I'm with people who, 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 who we love what we do, man. We, we absolutely, I, I, I don't have to do what I do. I get yeah. to do what I do. I mean, I could probably hang it up right now and just live off my investments. Yes. I don't want to do that. I still got something to say. I was saying this before they had a microphone in my face. Like, <laughs> I've been it. saying all this shit my whole life. I, I, even when I was a kid and Wes and I share similar views and I'm sure it's same way for you. As a kid, I would always, I can picture my own, my imagery technique. I would do it. I would be wealthy one day. 
And it's not about being wealthy as in, I'm just talking about financial side, not the, you know, of course, the full circle of abundance and, you know, the fulfillment side that we know today. And we have to make that paradigm shift. But understanding, I, I, I would visualize myself and then I would think about how the hell would I do it? I'd just win the lottery, <laughs> go play baseball, go play football. I mean, I was, I'm on five, nine, you know, like, come on, let's be real. But it's all about just kind of like putting yourself already there. I've been already, I've been in this seat, you know, 20 years ago in my own mind. But manifesting that into reality, that's very difficult for people. Yes. How, much is, how much does that play into, I mean, have you have similar type of situation or was it when you were a kid, did you just try to find your way? I mean, you've talked about no. that before. Yeah, I, I'm definitely cut from the cloth of, of, you know, what you think about is what you'll, what, what, what you'll be about, Absolutely. right? And so you're, you're, Love you're, it. Your thoughts become your feelings, your feelings become your actions, and then your actions will be, get you the results that you get. So much so that even like whatever you have in your life right now is, is, is the product of the thoughts and feelings you had 30 days ago, 60 days ago, three years ago, in Chris's situation like you know, 25 years ago, right? And so yeah. um, uh, to me, for me, it all comes and it all starts from here, but you can't just think about shit and then say, like, for example, like you can't go into your backyard and be like, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, and you're being all positive. No, you <laughs> start there, so but if there's weeds back there, there's weeds back there, dude, you got to take care of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. you, you, you actually got to work. Like, one of the best-selling books and best-selling movies slash documentaries, it's the same book, same book, same documentary is uh, uh, The Secret. Mm. the law of attraction i believe in it but i think they left something really really large a lot out which is work you need to work get out you gotta do something right you can't just sit there and and dream like there's a i always think of when i think about that book i think about the kid who just sat there and thought about the bike no you can't just sit there and think about the bike you gotta have the feelings about the bike of you owning the bike then yes the universe the polarity will start like attracts like it will absolutely you'll get you'll get in front of all the opportunity that's around us you don't like the opportunities everywhere you just need to get in front of it okay mm -hmm. and so and so but but you gotta you gotta do something you gotta take action you gotta work yeah. right and so like look to fail like look to fail sure. it's a way for you to learn something was yeah. i was just talking about this shit today wasn't i in a sales yeah. training i was yeah. just talking about this today yeah good elaborate no i mean well here that's the thing oh, and i love what you said there about the secret and, and kind of what it's missing because the vision like your vision and your thoughts dictate your actions Mm -hmm. right that's what it's all about you're thinking you're you're aiming for something specific and then what's that's happening is just forcing you to take the, the actions necessary to get there positive or negative right and so that which why well, i'd be curious about kind of with you jazz as well is that when because when you came into real estate i mean you're doing it different right there's real estate agents and then there's people Absolutely. who are you know looking at it from an entrepreneurial side and that takes a lot of kind of what we're talking about here when you first started were you like, was this your vision from then or yes. were you just at that point where you're in a different mindset and it developed? 
it did develop for me um, in terms of when I started 15 years ago, um, I had a mentor who taught me the real estate business. Like, how do you, how do you work investment numbers? What's mm-hmm. ROI? What's, what's, what's uh, cash on cash? Like actual in real estate terms. I didn't know anything about that. How to actually, like even in school, uh, even in when you're doing the course, they teach you the contract. But I needed to know the technical aspect of things. But when I was speaking, what, what he was in the business at that time for 25 years. He's passed on. He passed away um, uh, tragically a few years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But he was my mentor. He taught me really everything I, I know about real estate. But we, we at that time, about, about two years into our relationship, um, our business relationship, he, we started to think about building out a team because we knew to get to the top, there's no way him and I could do it ourselves. It just didn't make sense. Like, you know what I mean? Did he just see the talent inside you or he just saw the potential? Yeah, like, I, 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 you know, it's a great question, Chris. I mean, uh, three days before he passed away, he was the guy that was on the stage, you know? And so I was the one who would, right. the clients would want to uh, uh, purchase something, sell something, invest something. They would meet with me. I would do the one-on-one, but he would be the guy on stage. And three days before he passed away, he looked over and he said, you're such an ass. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? He's like, you're supposed to be doing this. I was like, well, why would I do this? Where the heck you go? Like, what do I care? Like you do what you do there and I'll do what I do here. It's a perfect yeah. match. What he was indirectly saying to you is just trying to, you know, like just, that's the whole thing about leadership is you train yeah. the next one down to, yeah. to, to do it better than you. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think it was more from the perspective of like, dude, you're ready. And right. you don't, you, until you're actually put, you know, if you want to learn how to swim, just, just like, that's it. Just jump in. You'll figure it out. You know what I mean? And so, and so what happened is, is that after he passed away, I was like, shit, like we need to get out there again. Like the face of the, mm. the face of our brand is gone. Like he's passed away. And then I heard the word podcast. I Googled it. I was like, what the heck is this thing, man? And I was like, Oh, you speak into a mic at that time. I'm still not comfortable with the camera. Now mm. I got like, two videographers. I'm pissed right. off about the pandemic. Aside from, you know, people passing away, the fact that I don't have my cameraman on me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like right, camera the- over here, camera over there, yeah, camera yeah. over here. I like all the action. I'm in this studio by myself right now with you guys. So I'm very appreciative of that. But like, I don't got the whole crew around me, but I was like, Oh, podcast. All right. I'll, I'm, I'm down with this. I get to speak to a mic. I spent a lot more, a lot of my time uh, on the phone anyways. I'm like, yeah, people, nobody's ever told me I have yeah. a, like a bad voice. And so let's do this podcast thing. And so that's when I realized, okay, content I needed to do, but growing out the team and building out the way that we are probably came to me about 13 years ago. Hmm. When you, when you got, they mentioned to your mentor and I I hope, you know, that you've looked back at all the little nuggets. Do you do usually do that? I had a mentor passed away when I was, when he was probably like 55. I think I was 27. Interesting. A lot of similarities, man. My guy passed yeah. me 54 years old. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's rough. It was rough. I mean, he used to sit behind me. This is back in the day when you had like the cords on your phones. You know what I mean? The headset. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. you take the headset and you plug it into the other one, your manager or whatever it was. And he would sit behind me and kick the back of my chair when I didn't ask the what, when, why, how question. Crazy. Like, <laughs> it's funny you're mentioning this, Chris, because 
he, 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 no matter what, like I'm talking even as, so he passed away uh, 2017. So, you know, even in 16 and 15 and 14, this is after us knowing each other for 10, 11 years, right? And us doing a lot of transactions together. Mm. But no matter what, he would always say, so when you said your mentor was kicking your chair, he, I would get off a phone call, we'd be outside, you know, having a drink, whatever. I'd get off a call with the client and he would always say, you could have done this. You could have done this. He was always oh, yeah. cool. never, always never. Cool. It was never. It was never. He's like, it was good. However, look at it this way. Hundred percent, right? And and even like you know, a year before he passed away, I'm like, dude, I'm closing all the like in to myself. I mean, I, 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 Seventy percent respect. of your fucking revenue, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like like ninety nine percent of your revenue. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it, I'm doing it, but I utmost respect, pure love, right? But then, um, uh, exactly. 12 hours before he passed away, him and I uh, spent the whole day together because we just did a new launch for like a condo project. And, and he was just relaxing, chilling. He was doing some of the back end stuff. I was making all the calls. I think I probably went through like 40, 50 calls. I finished that day. I go home. I speak to my wife and I speak, uh, I, I speak to a couple of, uh, of my team members. I'm like, man, the weirdest thing happened last night. And they're like, what? I'm like, I did about 40, 50 calls and this guy didn't say a word to me. I was like, he didn't mention one thing, like not one thing. And I'm not trying to over dramatize anything, but you know, he passes away eight hours after that. And as I look back, I was like, damn, I think like, I think he came to realize that jazz got like, he has this now he's figured it out. There's nothing more to teach now. There's nothing more to coach. Now, whatever you're going to do in your life, you got to do on your own. Because right. that's me taking it to the next level, like speaking with Chris and Wes on this kick-ass podcast. Like that shit, that stuff we weren't doing in the right. past, right? So that's what's taking it to the next level. One thing my mentor mentioned, you, when you brought it up, it triggered when I was talking about him. It triggered my brain into something I thought about in years. And I think it applies well with this conversation. And he's always told me, he's like, you have the, you know, the potential to do it on a different scale than I've ever done it. Because I just like, you know, alcohol and <laughs> strippers. So he wasn't like a, you know, kind of a guy that go to church. Okay. I'm just being real. Just an older guy. He's just cool. It's kind of like the, if you ever see an old car salesman with the rings and the purple shirts oh, yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Perfect example of him. Right. But he taught me a lot of valuable little, little nuggets and keys to success. And he always told me, he's like, listen, in order for you to be able to hit the levels of success and you probably can't even visualize right now. And it all came from him not look at me for who I was, who I, you know, could be. And I turned myself into who I should. And that came from me. And he said, only way for you to be able to do that. It's like a Turkey where I'm from the South. So we go out and shoot your Turkey. Okay. Now you go to the store and pick out a butter ball. We go shoot your Turkey for Thanksgiving dinner. You come bring it home. What do you do with the Turkey? You got to pluck it. Right? Get all, right. The, get all the feathers off inside that Turkey. Do you cook it with everything inside? No, yeah. you got to take everything out and then put the dressing it up, right? You gotta, so change comes within, man. For sure. You've got to take all this shit that you have inside of you, whatever it is, get it all out and dress yourself up and then put your ass in the oven. Let's make it happen. Let's go make this happen. And, and, and sometimes you got to get rid of like to bring in the new wardrobe, right? To bring in, if I said, here's, here's a hundred G's, go, go nuts and, and, and go get yourself a new wardrobe. The first thing you got to do before you go to the shopping place, the shopping mall is clean out what you have in the, in oh, the yeah. wardrobe. And so sometimes that means like you might need to change your friends. You might need mm. to change. You might need to at least maybe not change your friends, but change the amount of time that you give somebody Absolutely. in here. 
right? And because because if if you're spending you know two hours with your mom on the phone, and 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 I'm not telling you not to love your mom and give her time, but she's putting in a lot of negative stuff in your in your in your head. Maybe don't give her two hours. Maybe move the needle a little bit. Give her an hour and forty eight minutes the first mm-hmm. day, and an right. hour and forty five minutes. Give her the love. Like I'm not telling you to, not to spend time with mom, right? But be very, very careful who's, who gets in here. Right. I mean, that's the whole thing is the external can never penetrate internal unless you allow it. Yeah. And get that close. Sure. I mean, you can love people from a distance. I tell people this all the time. You can love them from a distance. Doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, let you or allow you to come in my space and affect, you know, what I have going on. I mean, what I'm trying to build or what I'm trying to accomplish, everyone used to laugh at me, you know, 15 years ago. Well, they're not laughing now. They ask me for jobs. Me. Exactly. Right. Right. They're, they're trying to get ask me for jobs. Like, wait, whoa, how did you do this? Well, I, I dropped off the face of the earth and reinvented myself and figured out what was actually preventing me. And it was me. I looked at myself in a mirror and be like, stop being a pansy. Make it happen. Go do what you got to do. Then that's the hardest sell you can ever sell is yourself. I used to have a big ass mirror in my office. And I would like practice scripts because I couldn't like read off the paper, right? So I would put it in my own mind and I would sell myself and look at myself in the eyes. When I believed it, I was able to obviously communicate it with whoever I was working with. The, the, and I'm, I think that all comes from like, do you have the fight in you or do you have the quit in you inside right. your head? Yeah. And, and look, I think there's somebody who's watching or listening and just saying, man, like, I don't want any more. Like I'm good the way that I am. And so I, I, I think if there's somebody who's, who's watching and listening, then you've won and you, you're good. That's Absolutely. awesome. As long yeah. as you're not sitting and complaining about it. Because if mm. you're complaining, then realize whatever you want somebody else has done, you just got to reverse engineer that. <laughs> right. You just got to like, like, like there's nothing really new. Like what? Somebody wants to build a big, the, uh, a huge business. There's millions of people who have built big businesses. Find out what they did, reverse engineer it. You want to start mm. a podcast? How many podcasts are there? There's a million of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and so people try to reinvent the wheel so much. Like in my business, I hire a real estate agent. I say, here's a script. You guys know it, man. You, you coach people at this, right? Like here's a script. Here's, here's, here's how you should uh, uh, do this video. Here's how you should do this image. And the first thing they say to me is, Jazz, I don't like the color, the fact that you use the yellow. Or, 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 or. Oh my God. I, can I, I think it's I, everywhere, Wes. It's everywhere, yeah, right. bro. You know, guys, I know it is. I know it is, right? Like, or, or, hey, do you do you mind if I change the 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 thickness of the paper that it's on? Like, I don't give a shit, Logie. Make yeah. sales. Like, go, go produce, man. And, and just and why not just use it? So imitate it, right? And then like assimilate, make use of the thing. Then worry about innovating. Like, make changes later. Just this works. There's a blueprint to it. Just mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> I man, I can. This conversation probably can go on for three hours just talking about that <laughs> situation, sure. like that scenario. But yeah. like for the listeners, and I know that you know we always got things to do. So do you? You know, busy, very busy guy. I mean, it's one thing that I always say to people is that listen, like I'll be busy on my deathbed. Just give me a phone. I even told Wes to bear me with one just in case I made a mistake. <laughs> like for the listeners, I mean, how can Mari, you know, our listeners find you and know more about you if they don't already? I appreciate that, Chris and Wes. Um, uh, the easiest and the best way is just go to jazztakar.ca. It's J-A-S-T-A-K-H-A-R.ca. Choose the 
the, the, the medium that you like to consume content. If you like video, go check out the YouTube and the Instagrams and all that kind of stuff. You like, you like audio, go check out the podcast. Right. And if you like, if you like reading, um, there's a blog, like I'll let you choose. It's a one little pager, um, that you'll go to on jazzhackr.ca and choose the way that you consume content. And, and, and let me know that you heard me on Chris and Wes's show. Um, because I want to make sure that, uh, I give my boys a shout out as well. Right. And by, and, um, Oh, sorry, Jed, I know that you also have a book as well. Did you want to kind of tell the listeners a little bit about that? Reading my mind, yes. bro. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, so so I've, I finished a book called Real Estate Intelligence. That's on just how to buy, sell, and invest. But I'm working on, uh, working on a book, uh, uh, I think, like how to get out of your own way is really kind of the working title and what the book is going to be about. It's, it's mindset and actual tactics, which I think I should have it finished by the end of the year. I suck at writing. I, I don't even write emails. So I have a ghostwriter. It's all my thoughts, all my ideas. Um, and, and so the working title is removing friction, how to get out of your own way. And so there's just some mindset and tactical information that I think people can really make use of. I don't know who's going to make use of it, um, in terms of which person, but I know people are going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. As long as they reach one person. That's, That's all always I'm a rule. For. Just one That's person. That's all I'm doing it for. That's all. Like, I mean, I started the podcast and I was like, man, I just hope anybody, like, I, I know my mom's going to listen. I hope somebody else other than my mom <laughs> listens. Um, yeah. And it's taking a life of its own. You guys know how it is, man. Like, once you get started, you get that momentum. It starts to snowball. It takes a, it takes a life of its own. Yeah. I mean, it just feel, it feels like sometimes I have, like, you ever have a hiccup and you can't get it out? I just feel, that's how I feel. I, I can't stop. Like yeah. once I started this beast, once I started, yeah, like it, it's on. Like I, oh. any day that ends in why, man, I'm moving. I'm 100%. moving. Like I gotta 100%. go. I gotta yeah. go, man. Look, I, I, mean, I really appreciate it. Anything last words, Wes? Any last words, Jazz? I mean, I really excited about you know future conversations coming on your show later. You know, 100%. dropping. I guess we'll light that son of a bitch on fire too. So whatever 100%. we do is gonna happen. But anything that you know, do you think that our listeners would want to? understand your last words and un, like understanding what you do and how to make this happen. Yeah. Look, I think, I think it starts with um, finding your passion, find what yeah. you're passionate about. Stop trying to chase money. Money doesn't like, if you chase money, you'll never catch it. it the, the actual secret that I found is that money will always follow whoever brings the most value to the marketplace. Yes. How do you bring more value to the marketplace? You do something that you like to do because when yeah, you like to do it, you're going to put more hours into it. Mm -hmm. You're going to wake up really early in the morning. It's going to be tough to get to sleep at night and because you want to do it. And mm -hmm. so, and so, and, 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 and then you'll, you'll actually give more value to the marketplace right. and money starts to chase you. I think we got it wrong somewhere early on that we need to chase money because what I yeah. found is the second I stopped chasing it, man, I got more in my life than I ever could dream of, ever right. can dream of. Right. You follow, if you follow the money, you'll follow, you'll find the answers. Yeah. When you, with those answers, you can discover yourself and what's going to push you is your purpose inside. I mean, I, I made a dedication a long time ago to become 1% better every single day. I love so when that. people are chasing my success, chasing my results, doing what they're doing, they're chasing the other version. Yeah. Like, good luck. I mean, I'm going to go back and you're talking about the content and just to touch on that real quick. And I hope the listener is going to catch on to what he was talking about when he started like recording himself. Go back and that's a huge motivating factor for myself and you agree or disagree. I go back to listen to a lot of things that Wes and I have done 
you know, three years ago, I'm a completely different person. Holy shit. Like, I'm like, and these people were buying from us at this, in this amount of money. Like, what were they doing? But it's not about what I was saying and how I was saying it is I was what they were feeling. It's like, 100%. I want to be a part of the part of this guy. I'm inspiring. I want my staff to inspire me. Talk a little bit about that and then we'll wrap up. Look, I mean, I think, I think in any conversation, there's going to be somebody who's influenced and uh, somebody who's the influencer and somebody who's being influenced. And, mm-hmm. and we, we, as people like, we like to be influenced sometimes. That's what we need in our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And so once you're passionate and, and it goes back to authenticity, once you're authentic, people feed off of that. Yeah. It's the energy that you give out. Once you start giving out that kind of energy, people just want to be around it. They want to be around it consistently. They'll leave and they'll be like, damn, I don't know what the heck it was about Wes and Chris, man. But they're, like, yeah. there was something about them. You know what I mean? I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. It's, yeah, because you got slapped in the face with their energy. And, mm-hmm. and, and I mean that in a good way. You got, right. like, you know what I mean? You got affected by that energy. You got right. inspired yeah. by that Sometimes energy. Sometimes it's like transferring your purpose. You know, transferring your purpose and there's something about you that pe- make people want to be around you because it's not about what you're saying. It's how, they, how you make them feel. Yeah. And you're tra- until they're strong enough to have that type of purpose on their own, I want them to be tied into mine because that's, in, that's empowering. Yeah. And because you, I, then, you, then you start having all the people that you've helped over the years. I mean, I can't even put a number. I know it has to be over a quarter million people that I've served over the last eight years and come in That's contact awesome. with. And That's it, awesome. every single last one of them, and I still remember their stories. Maybe not yeah. their names, because I'm yeah. awful with names as a salesperson, but I don't know why, but I'm really good with faces and I remember a story. And I'm like, I know you. And then I'll have a conversation. And that's all about, because I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't love what I did. And same yeah. with Wes. I mean, same with you. I, I know every single person, if I, if I can remember their story and I remember that and I talk about that with, you know, business, I'm like, I don't want to talk about my success because I don't want to feel like I've arrived. I talk about all the people that I've helped and served. It becomes an obsession, right? Like for me, I, I, 100%. Like, I I'm comp- completely obsessed about being better and better. Like I want I want to leave a huge legacy of people saying, man, I spoke to jazz one day and that guy was really awesome. He, he inspired me. And, it, and, and, and I don't mean inspired me to change my whole life. Like if that happens, great. That's not, that's not what I wake up in the morning to, to, to kind of, that's not my objective to change someone's life completely, but hopefully I can, I changed it like slightly, like, like, mm-hmm. like you said, one little bit. Chris, I right. say I, the, what I say is move the, moving the needle, moving that needle, that, 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 that speedometer, you know, sl- that RPM needle in the car, just a little bit in someone else's life Then I know I did good. I, I truly believe that's what my purpose is being here. It's not mm-hmm. to like, I can't hang up. Like, you know, I showed you guys my media wall, all that kind of stuff. Like I have to hire people to bring stuff in like that. Like I would bust holes, so many holes in these walls. I can't swing a hammer. I got no, pa- I can't, I, I, I'm not a good speller. I'm not a good reader. I'm, not, I'm good at like only three right. or 4% of things. But I do that with all my energy, all my passion. And, right. and at the end of the day, I put my head on the pillow and I knock out. Like instantly, mm. I'm snoring within minutes because I, I gave everything I could have given in that conversation, in that podcast, in mm. whatever I was doing with my team. And then right. at the end of the day, I'm spent, man. I'm done. Right. <laughs> Just outsource everything else. Just find out whatever you yeah. love and dedicate every ounce of your energy and soul into yeah. trying to perfect that and, and love with it and try to change the game with it. 
When yeah, people sure. told me 15, 20 years ago, try to read and sell a certain way with the traditional sales techniques. I, yeah. I told them, I said, listen, man, as long as I'm hitting my numbers, I don't need to read this shit, right? And they're like, you do what you got to do. So I made that a point, and it was a pivotal moment in my life, in my career, where I just said, I refuse to do what they are asking me to do because I'm not going to sell someone something that I don't believe is actually going to help them. It's my moral obligation in life. I built my businesses with those core values as well. And I'm sure you have. And congrats on all the success. Number one team. Like, Thank goodness you. gracious. That's the hard part now starts. You got to stay there. Now you got a target on you. A hundred percent, man. Look, I mean, the good thing is, is that the goal is, was always, always to be number one in the world. It just really, really was. And so we got, we got, we got another four or five years uh, to hit that. I think the way that we're going, I, I don't mind being um, like slow and steady at it. I'm in no rush, man. I'm 38 years old. I got, I got, I got some time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Three, and I'm we, not, we got a lifetime. And we got, we got a lifetime. Life, we got business. two lifetimes, man. We got two more right. lifetimes. You know what I mean? And so we got time at this. I'm not in a rush. Um, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't really look at the competition and I don't mean that at like, like I, what, what, I mean that from the perspective of I got tunnel vision, I'm going to do what I do and I'm just going to be at it like other people's business models. I don't really look at them. I don't consume a lot of people's content because I want to spend time with my team. You know what I mean? Mm. Like my family pedestal, love them. That's who they, like I got kids, I got, I'm married. And after that, once I know they're healthy, they're good, they're fed then I can come in here and I just want to, I want to put stuff together with my team. And I know we're, we're, we're putting out so much content. We're treating people really, really well throughout the process. Every, it's not like anyone's a number in terms of our sales. Um, right. um, we really take care of our people. I know that we have to hit number one in the world. It's just, it's exactly. like, it's, it's going to happen. It's a must. Exactly. Like it's just going to happen. Right, right. And I, I think that's the, that's a beautiful lesson in itself. And I think that for the listeners, ask yourself, how much stuff do you do each and every day that you feel like you just, you, it's a must, it has to happen. You will, you're willing to die until you achieve that. And that, that's a huge lesson in life. And so a lot of people are approaching their careers or approaching their lives half ass. Yeah. You get half-assed results. I can hear my dad speaking that in the back of my mind right now. I get his voice. But I thank you so much for coming on, Wes. I mean, wrap us up, man. I don't even know. Put a bow on this one. This yeah. was a beautiful episode. Absolutely. I hope, I hope the listeners got a lot from this. Jess, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure. And the impact that, you know, of, this, of this podcast and of this episode is huge if you truly take the time to listen to it. So mm -hmm. thank you again, my man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris and Wes, for having me on, man. I can't wait until I flip the script and we do it the other oh, way. Yeah. I have a feeling we're just going to, it's just going to be a to be continued from this. Right. We might have to fly. I mean, by, by that time, we'll have to fly out and sit, sit inside that cool office. You 100%. Know? Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll light that, we'll light that place on fire. A <laughs> hundred. The invitation's out. And if it doesn't happen that way, we're going to do it minimum. We're going to do it like through Zoom or, you know, a webinar here. Right, right. I appreciate it, um, guys. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Ask yourself, how can you get 1% better each day? And then go make it happen. Another side of the success of understanding this, in the mornings, tell yourself you already achieved whatever you set out for, and now you can't disappoint yourself at the end of the day. That's a huge motivating factor. Guys, I appreciate everything. Wes, like goodness gracious, fire episode. I can't wait for all the listeners to actually take this in and understand what they need to do with this.